listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. I feel like I fit I fit right in, you know what I'm saying, with my defense, my versatility, with me being able to play the five, me being able to play the four. Overall, playing hard and just my, my, my will to win will. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. We got yeah, a lot of young talent, um, a lot of guys that's wanting to be a great team. We all got the mentality to do it, so yeah, it's going to happen sooner than later. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. What is going on, everyone? You are listening to The Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Step Backs and everything Houston Rockets presented to you by the Apollo Podcast Network. I am your host, your happy commissioner, Kenny. And of course, with me, as always, is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin. Follow all of us on Twitter at JP underscore Mirabueno, at Summit Commish, at Summit SOM Pod, and the media company at Apollo NBA and at Apollo HOU. GM! We are coming off a post-game of epic proportions. Easily, easily the best game of the season. The Houston Rockets do work in double OT basketball one time. Houston Rockets take down the Philadelphia 76ers. Take down Joel Embiid. Take down James Harden. Take the win. 132 to 123, son. Jalen is him. Jabari is him. KPJ is a goddamn dog. Tari Eason. Oh, you didn't check that x-ray one time, GM? Did you notice he got he got x-rayed a few weeks ago? There was a bit of an they thought it was an injury, but it turns out he had some woof, 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 woof. He had some dog in him gm it's time to party a double ot win with the first ot win of the season and we win our third straight game at home the record improves to seven and 17 gm the floor goes off to you my good man how are we feeling oh man we're feeling great this is a great victory for the rockets if we're gonna go back to last year this is definitely a game which we do not win uh we probably find a way to lose it but the way this case this team came out firing you know, Philly started out what with like a 10-0 lead to start the game. 10-0 lead to start the and game. And the another, Rockets, another double digit. They fought back to grab the lead yep. by halftime, but the second half was very telling. James Harden was starting to to cook quite a bit. You know, um, Joel Embiid was getting comfortable. He finished the game with 39 points despite him fouling out. Crazy one point off your 40 point call, Kenny. I right after the tip, I said yeah, yeah <laughs> you said 40 points. 40 points. Um, but you know, like. We had so much uh, contributions from guys. Jalen Green, 27-4-7. KPJ, 24-6-3. We had a great game from Tari Eason off the bench with 18 points, 6 rebounds, 3 steals. Those 3 steals were huge. Craig Ackerman even called it Grand Theft Auto-like type of steals. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, Jabari Smith Jr. came out in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter and overtimes. He hit... Did all of his threes come in those times, like cl- like crunch time almost? It felt like yeah, he had his first bucket in the fourth. His first entire like his first bucket happened in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. which happened to be a three point shot. Yeah, um, it, it it was it was crazy. It was a great game. This is the type of game. This is a character building game in terms of where this team is currently. Um, we're not the worst team. From what I've seen now, this team is starting to gain confidence. They're picking themselves up. They're they're pushing themselves, and they understand now, like, oh, we can win these games. Against a team led by James Harden, Joel Embiid, um, this team understands, like, we can win this game. Like, James Harden came back. He was a little slow. He wasn't feeling so hot. But KPJ came out, 
despite some of his offensive transgressions that kind of led to some possessions to go astray, his defense was on point tonight because he was very motivated to play against the James Harden. And he had the key block, was it in the fourth quarter or overtime? Yeah, key block that, key the, block that okay. went into uh, in regulation. Yes, yeah. and that was what a defensive possession there by Kevin Porter Jr. And credit to him. Credit to him, man. Yeah, absolutely. Credit to him. And overall, this game was just, wow. Um, while, while scrolling through the timeline, it seems like everybody was watching the game tonight, and I'm really happy to see that. Happy to see that the Rockets are starting to get the support that they deserve um, in terms of people from the city. You know, this is an exciting game. And if you tune into this game, you certainly got your money's worth tonight, and it was very, very much worth it. Yeah, I think what the the what some of the best portions of the game, which we will obviously go in, we'll talk about the totality of the game and we'll we'll break it down for y'all as we continue this post game episode. I, I think one of the things that really stood out to me, um, one was obviously just the defensive effort that they were going to put, and the fact that we knew. Well, I knew from the get go that Joel. So I said this right when the tip off happened. I was like. Joel Embiid's going to go off. It's going to be 40. There's just no one viable that can guard um, one-on-one, straight up, Joel Embiid. Like, he's just, he's he's such a chef. He's such a wizard with the ball. Um, He's such a unicorn. It would have been such a tough, like, it was going to be such a tough outing for him. And it was a really tough outing. Alperin Shingun um, struggled against him. And then, you know, Bruno Fernando tried to stay in front of him, but he would just shoot over him. I mean, Joel Embiid was virtually in guard board. The game was won when when Embiid went out at the towards the end of the first overtime. And then at that point, I was like, because I looked at you and I was like, oh, shoot, Embiid fouled out. And you were like, yeah. And I said, okay, the, the Rockets are going to win this. There's just no way. It's, There's just it, no it, way because Embiid, it, the, Embiid is the team. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, Embiid is pretty much the team. And, and it's not a knock on James Harden. I'm not knocking James Harden by any means just because James Harden's also returning from an injury. You can tell the legs were just not there. The lift on a shot just isn't there. I wasn't I wasn't worried at all about him hitting that fadeaway three in the in the first overtime just because of the fact that I knew he didn't have the legs under him. And he was just returning. So I knew for a fact he wasn't going to be his normal self. I knew that he was gonna, that shot was most likely going to be short, and they had to sit him in the first portion of the second overtime. So I knew what this was, and once Embiid went out, that was so key. Just getting him into that foul trouble, just getting him into foul trouble. The only way you can remove someone like a Joel Embiid from the game is to literally remove him from the game yeah. via the fouls. So that's all, you know that was that was one good way for them to you know get the win. Another good point was just. You know, I made the joke saying that Jalen is him and Jabari is him, but really, like, it was really on those two, like, really just just making clutch buckets, clutch stops. Um, Jabari's ability to just hit those big time threes, like, I was so pumped because I just hadn't seen this the entire, you know, this entire season, yeah. and now I'm. Jabari went three of six from the three-point line. He hit all three threes, dating back from the end of the, like, four minutes of the fourth quarter that was left in the game up until the last part of double OT. All three of those threes happened within that span of time. Mm-hmm. Jabari is capable of hitting those shots. I love the fact that the Rockets trusted him when the moment counted. 
Do I think he should have shot more than eight shots? Yes, but <laughs> but that's an argument for another day. But but yeah, but it's obvious that the offense, the way that Silas wanted to run the offense tonight, was obviously to run it through and get it spearheaded by the sexy boys backcourt by mm-hmm. Jalen Green and yeah. AKPJ. Yeah. It seemed like that's obviously where the shots were mostly going to come from because of the fact that you know KPJ uh, seven of seventeen and you had Jalen Green nine of twenty. That is thirty seven shots split between the two guards alone. So then you have 11 shots by Tari Eason, and then you had eight attempted by Jabari, and then you had 10 attempted by Gordon, and then nine attempted by Shangun with actually, and then seven attempted by Ken, by Kenyon Martin Jr. Mm-hmm. So there was like reasons, obviously, that this team was 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 gonna you know do what they did, and, and I guess that was just kind of gonna be the formula for tonight. They weren't gonna change it. They weren't gonna change from that setup. They trusted KPJ. KPJ. You know, he made mistakes here and there. He frustrated us tonight. Like, I can't I can't act straight up like, oh, yeah, KPJ was perfect. No, he wasn't. Like, there were plenty of times when myself and GM were like, no, we don't trust this. We don't We don't trust this, like, that shot. We don't trust it at this moment. You need to get the ball to Jalen. You know, figure out a play rather than a um, rather than a KPJ ISO, which we've discussed in the past that sometimes that's not playing – that's not play – that's not plan A. Sometimes they go to that as a plan B yeah. because they that play gets blown up. They don't have a counter move that they can go off of. So they have to go off the KPJ um ISO, mm-hmm. which sometimes ends up being a negative a negative note and most likely than not doesn't lead to a bucket, but they they were steadfast. That was the beautiful thing about this team tonight. Yeah. They were so steadfast. Mm-hmm. They kept pace. They won the battle of attrition. Yeah. You know that you so elude to every time you mentioned the 2018 Rockets. The, the fact that they were able to just stay the course throughout the entire game, pay dividends in the long run. GM, let's just, you know, tonight was just such a great game. And, and talk about the last two out of three games as well. I mean, we had that big win against Phoenix. Talk about, like, the the culture that is starting to build you know maybe we maybe the rockets need this maybe they need the summit to come on here and talk negatively maybe that's what <laughs> gives them the little kick in the patootie that they needed because apparently every time we come out of the negative episode they just seem to come out on fire remember we came out i quote this we came out last year calling this team is this is this the worst team in nba history yeah remember one went in, off and one and then they, they tack off seven in a row so i don't know man i, I think i think they listen to us i don't know so, man gm your impressions you know, we talked about the immediate impressions of this game, but what, who stood out tonight, in your opinion? Like, who was, who's your MVP tonight in this game? There were plenty of choices. Who's oh, your MVP man. tonight in tonight's um, game? Oh, man, there's a lot that has to be uh, given into that. But in all honesty, who I'm going to give my MVP to tonight? I think I got to go with your son, man. Jabari Smith Jr. He hit some big shots. He hit some big shots. And also he played great defense. And I'm not trying to throw shade in any sense towards KPJ either. Because KPJ definitely could have had that. Um, Despite his great defense against James Harden, there were certain possessions that could have been different in terms of how they ended. But that's fine. I'm not going to... I'm not going to go with that, uh, but I just think Jabari deserves it. Like the defense easily, he played easily. from fourth quarter through double OT, I feel like that is that was it. You know what I mean? And the defense that he played once Joel Embiid went out, it was just next level. 
Um, people might not have noticed, but his defense was just completely, he just took over. Like he took over, man. And I feel like that he deserves to, um, he deserves that in my opinion. He's earned that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, KPJ played well. Jalen played well. I mean, if I could give um, honorable mention, it's got to be Tari Eason. That was, oh, I thought is, you'd pick is, him as your MVP. This is this has had to be he his, was well. Tar, the thing about Jabari Louise. is that he impacted so the game in winning time, and Tari didn't have the opportunity to really do that. Um, that's not his fault. But the type of motor that guy possesses, you know, because he has that metaphorical hoo, 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 dog in him. You know, check check and that check that X-ray one time, baby. You'll you see know, for man. yourself. You already know, <laughs> and because of that. Like, I wish he could have played more, but he produced all of those numbers in 20 minutes. And because of that, it's just like the impact that he had when he was out there was huge. And you could see it. Um, the team is still young, man, but the team is on the up and up. Like, you can tell that we're like a major piece or two away from going from cellar, cellar dweller naturally to like a play-in team to a playoff team. So it's something that could potentially happen. Um, the way that they were playing right now, there's a lot of confidence in this team, you know. And yeah. I don't know, man. Like I, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen the next ten to twelve games going in. You know, we're because we're gonna, we're into what almost game thirty of the season. We got about a few more a few more um, a few more games left. But yeah, we just finished game twenty four. Yes, yes, so yes. So we'll be going to the next game on Thursday. It'll be game 25. And, and, and to allude on to what you were also talking about, I've said this before training camp. This team is leaps and bounds more talented than last year. This is Guys, I said this last week. Like I'm going to keep talking about this till the wheels come off. This is the most talented team that Silas has, has had his entire three-year tenure. At some point, the dam has to turn because this team is too good. This team is too good for the to be, you know, they were, I think at worst, they're 11 games or 12 games under 500. They are better than that record. And that's the thing. You see the games against Phoenix. Granted, they didn't have a, they didn't have a Chris Paul, but you see the games against that they had against Phoenix on on Friday. You see the game that they had tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm talking about the fact that this team knows how to play and they know how to win. Like they are slowly learning how to win. The I'm telling y'all right now like these wins the, you know, we call it the immediate high. Like you call the immediate high right now. You take the you take three quick shots to, to, to feel something, right? You want that quick adrenaline rush. That's what this is. It's a quick adrenaline rush of now, but I'm I guarantee y'all, Jalen Green, Jabari Smith Jr., Kevin Porter Jr., Alperin Shangun are gonna look back at these moments against these title contenders. And they're gonna say, you know what? We can compete with the best of the best. We can beat the best of the best. Though the key to getting the Rockets to get to that level of being a play-in team is to start playing consistent basketball. To not just turn it up when you're playing against a James Harden or a Devin Booker or a possible championship-led team, but to be able to to be able to you know to perform against the mid teams, the lower tier teams. Mm -hmm. To know that you're not playing. Dare I say, guys? I'm not. I mean, I I, I like I say this is a very talented team. Do not play down to the level. Of a, comp of a competition because I still believe that 
individually, this Rockets team is a very, very talented squad. And we finally kind of get to see that tonight. We kind of get to see it all get put together. Definitely see in fruition for sure. Absolutely. You got to see KJ Martin do his thing. You know, Shangun had a few moments here and there. Tari was just everything as advertised. You know, just being the dog, the motor, the energi- energizer bunny off the bench. Um, yeah, you know, everyone did their thing. I was so just proud, man. This is like, a, I'm like a proud... I'm like a proud father just yeah. watching watching my kids, you know, grow. It's a great it's a great moment to see, you know what I mean? It's it's great. It makes me feel, you know, it makes us I guess as fans, but also kind of being on the media side now to kind of realize, you know, actually it's it's interesting. Me and the GM like we've just a little background by the way before I hand the keys off to the GM because I do have to ask him another question. Myself and the GM like we spend so much time covering this team now, you know, whether it be through the pod, uh, through our episodes, uh, through watch parties, through articles that we write for Apollo, you know, that we we don't forget, but sometimes we we tend to lean more towards me being media than actually being fans. Tonight, I felt like a fan again, and it was nice. Mm-hmm. This is the heart of who we of why me and Justin, why me and my brother do what we do. Like this is one of those moments where you can look back and be like, man, at the heart of it, like we're all just Rockets fans, and we just want to see this team succeed. It was, you know, I got, dare I say, I got a little tear in my eye, man, when I think about it, because it, it's emotional for us. Because this is exactly what we've, this is what we wanted. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, when you're at the thick of it, you're writing articles, you're recording, I'm recording right now, you tend to forget it. You know, you do the spaces on Twitter, you tend to forget it. But remember, at the heart of it, everybody... We're all just Rockets fans, and we all just want this team to do well yeah, tonight. Yeah, we just want this, this team, team to grow. This and... team absolutely did well, yeah. <clears throat> so, GM, nothing nothing I have to ask you. We talked about, you know, who did well tonight, like, obviously, who your MVP was. Who, in your opinion, underperformed, though? Oh, dude, Alperin Shangun. <laughs> the guy could not stay on the floor, <laughs> didn't man. Even, didn't even he hesitate. Can, he couldn't stay on the floor. Oh, man, Alperin Shangun. <laughs> LP just he I mean he he was he was trying to cook but there were so many possessions in which he took too long to read he was a little too slow uh uh Joel Embiid James Harden they were even putting their hands in the cookie jar and Anthony Melton was digging down there too whenever he put the ball down uh PJ Tucker included like these guys on the Philadelphia 76ers were prepared they were prepared to uh for when LP would put the ball down and Sometimes, especially when he came down on rebounds, it just felt like he was a step slow on his reads. Yeah, um, absolutely. I don't plus, know what it was. He just, I think, because I think he's thinking a little too hard because he understands that he is being guarded by one of the best centers in the league. Granted, Joel Embiid is not that great of a defensive center. Uh, no offense to to Joel. Um, he just, I, I think that his just impact, a large human being. Yes, and he's a lot bigger than LP. Yeah. The thing about LP is just that. If your expectations were for him to really perform well against Joel, you got to really understand that LP doesn't really perform against these big, sturdy centers. And because of that, he underperformed, which is, you know, I'm not saying that I'm completely disappointed. It's just more so I feel like we probably could have gotten better contributions from Bruno Fernando and Usman Gruba when they were out there. Uh, but, I mean, he brought him back in with less than three minutes left in the game. In the fourth quarter, he missed... A lot of the fourth quarter, uh, those minutes all went to like Garuba and Fernando. But this, he's definitely someone that I think uh, certainly underperformed, um, even to an extent. 
are like my MVP for the game, Jabari Smith. Like he could have performed better in terms of the first half, but his yeah. impact in the second Touches. half was just yeah phenomenal. Um, that, that's why I'm going to give that to him. You know what I mean? Like I think truly that that is a great, 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 great uh, play from him. But overall, I definitely think that LP was uh the guy that underperformed for sure no well you know what also let me let me throw a name out there oh no uh, my man Don't do my, it. my man dacian nicks oh no he was cooking up turnover <laughs> after turnover after turnover he asked you if you wanted apple blueberry strawberry he's ruined that whole um bakery delicacy um in my eyes because now on i just whenever i think or hear the word turnover i don't think of a baked delicacy i think of Dacian Nix. He is the face of what is a turnover. Um, so if anyone wants to like uh, make an apple turnover, like an empanada, and put like an imprint of Dacian Nix's face in there, I will totally buy it <laughs> because because <laughs> I want to. But this this whole oh um, <laughs> go off. Yeah, let let Dacian Nix let Dacian Nix cook, man. Uh, I'm sorry. Speak the Shout truth. out to my boy Vader, man. He is he's the one that started this whole trend. Let the man cook well, i'm really sorry charlie you're my dude but if he's cooking it up everyone in the restaurant is getting food poisoning brother oh my. And that is about it jim do you, do you mic drop well by the way do you smell that by the way what does that you smell, smell ken do you smell it if you smell what dacian is not cooking it's not it's he's not, not, it, not man. cooking it's not, not it. cooking it's at not all it. I, I don't want to dive in you know what we're gonna, I'm not going to dive too much into getting Tai Tai to get minutes over Dacian. I'm going to leave that for Rockets Twitter, and uh, I'm going to leave that for the spaces. Y'all enjoy. But I want to, you know, you know, my my opinion was Alperin Shingun as well. He didn't, in my opinion, he didn't perform very well, very much underperformed. I do appreciate, though, the fact that Silas stuck with him in OT, yeah. in double OT. He didn't bench him. Even though he wasn't really performing great, but he was playing, he was playing good enough. Like it wasn't to the point where I was like, "Oh, take Alp out of the game," because you're going to take him out for Tari. Like Tari would have been good, but at the same time, like I understand the ebbs and flows of the game enough where you need, still need someone like Shingun to just kind of be there, yeah. to just be there, yeah. to be that like calming presence. Because you know he's so he's such a smart basketball player. Like you just want him on that court. So I appreciate the fact that um, Silas kept him there. So. You know, we had that, but man, okay, I have to spotlight him. I have to spotlight my boy. I'm sorry, guys. As long as you listen to the summit, and as long as the commissioner is behind this microphone, I will I will push it. My son, I'm telling y'all right now, Jabari Smith Jr., this is why you draft him. This is why you draft him. And when you get into that moment, and what was it in the first OT? Was it the first OT where Jabari, where Jabari had the... Hang on, I'm actually I'm gonna look it up because I, I had the clip, I had the clip here. Must have been during the say a double OT. It was double OT when we were up three, mm-hmm. and then we had a pick and pop. We had a pick and pop with, J- with Jabari Smith, Jalen Green and Jabari Smith for three, and then J- and then Jabari ends up going on the other end and blocks Harden shot. Ladies and gentlemen, for everybody that wanted Chet Holmgren, for everybody that wanted Paolo Bancaro, believe me, I get what you mean. And if we had either of those players, I would have been perfectly happy. Jabari Smith it was is and was the number 3 overall pick. But tonight and for the rest of my days tonight is the reason why you drafted Jabari Smith. We do not win this game without Jabari Smith. Those threes in the clutch 
were so necessary. The stout defense, the fact that he goes and he gets boards. He had 11 rebounds tonight. He had 16 and 11. He is easily the best rebounder in his entire rookie class. Mm -hmm. Like, I think in my opinion, he's such an underrated rebounder. He's averaging seven rebounds this year as a rookie. Imagine what he's going to do in year four, year five, year six. Guys, he is the real deal. He's the real deal because he can hit big shots just like he did at Auburn, just like what he did tonight. And he can not only hit the big shot, but he will stop the best player from scoring on the other end. That is why you acquire a Jabari Smith mm -hmm. because he plays both ends of the court. He plays two-way basketball, and that is something that ultimately will shift and turn the culture in a more positive light. Yeah. It will turn <clears throat> Jalen Green. He sees it happening in person, knows that, man, this guy is one of the best defenders in basketball, and we have him on the team, and I'm seeing him perform every single day, and I'm seeing him perform at that level, and he can perform at that level. And the fact of the matter is that we finally, for the first time this year, got to see it. Clutch buckets from three, and clutch stops on the other side of the court. Whether it's yeah, on James Harden, yeah. boxing out, hands getting everywhere, boards. Man. Hands everywhere, dude. Yeah, hands everywhere, <clears throat> keeping it active, communicating with the defense, truly the captain of the ship on the defensive end. Jabari Smith is everything that has been advertised, yeah. and he's earned it. Mm -hmm. He's deserved the people of Houston's respect. If you don't, if you still don't believe that he's the truth after tonight, mm -hmm. you better rethink your life. You better rethink how you look at basketball mm -hmm. because that's winning basketball. If you guys want to just go with stats, just go with Christian Wood last year and go ahead and enjoy it mm -hmm. because that's what you want. Because I guarantee you, you swap out Christian Wood for Jabari Smith uh, like last year and – what are the end result going to look like? It's gonna. It's not going to look good. It's definitely not the same. It's not going to look good. I mean, we're going to you know, lose. Like, we're we're going to lose in double digits. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Rockets with Christian Wood went from a team that was basically the false count anywhere match where shit just happened. But now it's just... <laughs> what a comparison. It's, it's, it's Bari's hands everywhere because this man does what he does. He is everywhere. What? Tell, on this well, team, man, he's everywhere on the defensive well, end. Tell him how I reacted when Jabari hit like his, hit the third three. When he hit the third three in the clutch, like how did I react? Like you saw me. Oh man, when he you hit the third just... three and then uh, they, they they got the knockdown, we thought we had an in one, but it actually was a it was a foul on Shangun. Oh, this man was yelling at the top of his lungs. This Dude, guy was I, feeling feeling it for his rookie, feeling it for his son. That's what Kenny was. Kenny was just a proud father. I hear. Well, I listen, guys. I listen. I listen. He, to he listens to. The I noise. listen to everybody. I listen to everybody. I see y'all. I see everybody that talks Mac. I see it. So it's it's great. It's gratifying. From a selfish standpoint, from a micro standpoint, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy this night. Yeah. But from a macro perspective, GM, just what does this game do tonight at seven and seventeen? Obviously we don't I'm not I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say the two words. Because every time I say those two words, the Rockets prove me wrong. So I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say the two words. But what does a game like tonight ultimately do for a team that has been struggling to develop a culture? Uh, this is definitely a culture statement type of game. It kind of shows that this team is capable of beating these playoff teams. I mean, granted, they just beat Philly. They beat Phoenix. They beat Atlanta. Like, this team has been beating teams that are certainly capable of being in the playoffs. These are caliber playoff teams. And the thing about that is that with the Rockets, we're starting to see like, okay, Jalen is getting a lot more comfortable in terms of driving to the bucket, passing the ball off to a Shingun, Bruno Fernando, Usman Garuma, 
we're starting to see him grow in front of our eyes like that one possession like you like um we were talking about like when he took that pass in the corner he was wide open for three but it might have been a bad pass he wasn't in rhythm and no, what, did he do? what did he do he took it out reset the play got comfortable found a lane and got it to bruno fernando for an easy layup that was that he was fouled on, you know, and that's the type of maturity and patience that we're starting to see from Jalen Green. He's still going to have up and down games, but these are the kind of games that kind of show what he is capable of in terms of his playmaking and closing abilities. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. as well on the defensive end. This is a game that shows that his capabilities are that he can play defense, even though he's been struggling a lot this year in terms of the defensive end. He certainly stepped up against James Harden. Um, There are certainly issues that can be cleaned up in terms of um, decision-making, but today we're going to let that go. We got a victory and he had a huge block on James Harden. And that was what we needed. That was just such a huge block and a huge uh, confidence boost for him you know and you know Jabari man like Jabari showing that he can make shots in the clutch he may have got he may have went one for three in that one uh possession when he uh shot those three-point free throws on uh, on that PJ Tucker foul I was shocked uh yeah you were shocked man that was uh such a bummer but at least it didn't ruin the game we still won um but you know like those guys there you know and then when you insert Tari Eason eventually into that starting lineup he'll be there eventually it's, I, I just don't think that they can hold him out for, I'm not going to say much longer. Um, not willing to put a timeline on that. Steven Silas is quite the conundrum himself. But yeah. we can just see nice. that this team is starting to understand the pecking order. We're starting to understand and see that the culture is being built in terms of what this team can do. And when they run the ball up and down the court, they can outrun most teams, man. Um, it's when they slow down. But, hey. I get it. I get it. There's a lot of growth in terms of this half-court offense. Um, and play your brand of basketball. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, man, just I'm just so happy to see that this team is improving. And that's all we need, man. Seven and seventeen is not horrible. Uh, it's not seven and seventeen and twenty-four. Like you know, in this at this juncture, we started one and sixteen last year. So mm-hmm. you know, that's a, certainly a nice little wrinkle. For this team this year, I'm looking forward to see how they play against San Antonio. San Antonio in San Antonio will be a very telling game, to be honest. Is these are two of the worst teams in the West. Yep. So I'm there's really, no reason why we should lose. Yeah. I'll be honest. So now I'm really curious to see how this uh, plays out come Thursday. Assert the dominance. Assert the dominance. That's mm-hmm. that's the way I think of it. Just assert the dominance. I, I I think it's interesting. I want to backtrack a little bit on what you were saying in regards to Jalen Green. I've been wanting to see his impact outside of just scoring. Like, I know the scoring will be there. He has such a great touch around the rim. I know he can score on all three levels. He's really been developing so, so well. The development's been extravagant. But he had seven assists tonight. He had four rebounds. You're starting to see the game expand now. I really appreciate that, seeing seeing it from Jalen Green. And also, it was, another thing that really stood out to me was his ability to double on Joel Embiid. And then the second that Joel Embiid kicks out, Jalen, there were three possessions tonight, two or three possessions, where Jalen Green doubled um, to help Shangun guard Embiid. Mm-hmm. But then the second Embiid kicked out, Jalen was able to recover right back to his man or rotate over to the free man and was able to... Um, not let that three-point shot go off. The ability to return on defense, the ability to get back, the ability to not 
lose or just scramble because that's what that's what bad teams are so like they're so they do that so often mm-hmm. they will just scramble like teams that don't really understand the the eps and flows of how a defense works it's just you're just scrambling and you're trying to figure out where you want to go or where you need to be i like the i like the fact that jalen looked like he knew exactly where to go that he wasn't just like you know his head on a swivel and he's just you know like a deer in headlights like he knew where to go the, those are those are telling developments that will ultimately lead uh, the way towards winning basketball. And I know that Jalen has it within him. You're starting to see the fire. He had an and one possession on Joel Embiid. He took it straight to the rim, straight to the cup, mm-hmm. had the and one. You know, the fire, the ferocity, you're starting to see that from Jalen Green. He is everything as advertised, just as much as I said Jabari Smith was. And Jalen Green has just been killing it. I think a spotlight also deserves to be uh, shined on Kevin Porter Jr. I think, despite the fact that he was frustrating at times to watch tonight, he was a dog. At the end of the day, Absolutely. The, he the never gave was up. There, man. Like the he was there. never gave up. Now, granted, the defense, man, oh my gosh, I can dedicate a whole episode on the our backcourt's defense. It's amongst <laughs> guys. I'm not lying to you, it's and one I can. Of the worst. <laughs> I think I can pull. I, I yeah. I I don't have the numbers memorized, but I know. We're either amongst the worst or we're the worst defensive backcourt in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really, really horrible. And I think you only don't even need to have numbers backing it up. Just see the eye test itself and it shows. So there's definitely an improvement that needs to be made there. GM, I want to get your opinion on Kevin Porter Jr. There's been a lot of talk overall. Rockets Twitter has been on it. Talking about Kevin Porter Jr. He's been up. He's been down. He's been everything in between. To after tonight's game where it wasn't a perfect game like we said. I mean, seven, 7 of 17 from the floor. He wasn't perfect, but he had an overall a good game. Um, you don't win this game without him as well. He shot 50% from 3. Uh, 6 of 8 from the free throw line, man, 75%. He had 6 rebounds, 3 mm-hmm. assists, a steal, a block, 24 points. He was a plus 13 on the floor. He had the high, well, the second highest up, uh, plus minus, uh, next to Kevin, uh, you know, Kenyon Martin Jr., who had plus 15. But Kevin Porter Jr., man, after tonight, the game against Phoenix, uh, what's overall been your opinion? I think he's like I've said like I think he's improved as well in certain in certain respects. Um this game right here showed that he can be clutch. I mean granted I called it on the on the on that uh was it that free throws he had uh when he fouled out Embiid. I was like this guy goes one for two easy. And sure enough he did. I was and, happy. I was like give me one for two. And, and we got to I'll go take, and we I'll went we got two. to OT, man. We got to we got to double OT. I mean he could have won the game there, which is totally fine. But, you know, in terms of my trust of KPJ in uh, crunch time, was it crunch time free throws? Not it, man. But overall, I think he did have a good game, man. I mean, it was impressive. Like you said, 4 of 8 from 3, dude. Jalen Green went 0 for 7 from 3. Think about that. Jalen Green went 0 for 7 from 3, but he still found a way, you know. And with KPJ, there were some possessions where it's just like, eh, I'm not sure what that was, bro. But you know what? He made it work, man. He made it happen. And as one of the engines for this team, he did a good job of being that engine tonight. We got the victory, man. That's all that matters. We're it's, we're we're smelling the roses tonight, baby. We're not going to be too critical. No, we can't. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't be too. Like, we spend so much. Like, so much time. Like, I can't begin since the rebuilding rockets. I cannot begin to fathom the amount of minutes that myself and the GM have logged talking about ways to improve this 
damn team. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yep, true. you just have to pick the dubs when you get them. I'm not complaining about anything tonight. This team was incredible. This team showed out. The Philadelphia 76ers are no walk in the park. They're going to be there. if As long as they're healthy, they're going to be in the title picture. They're trying to win a championship. It's championship or bust for Philly. But tonight, the Rockets beat the Philadelphia 76ers. By the way, on the one-month anniversary of the second championship in Astros history, Houston continues to dominate Philly. If, if, <laughs> if the Tex, Oh, my gosh. If the Texans had beaten the Eagles, oh, you wouldn't have heard the end of it. I would have been like, I would have been like Houston just dominates Philly in all categories. We dominate them. We dominate them in all in all categories. GM. They have better. They have like Philly cheesesteaks, but I still believe we have the better food. Tex Mex. Touche. Can't be. Yeah, it. you damn right. Barbecue. Um. <laughs> we beat them in that. They have the Rocky Balboa steps, but we have the un- we have the Undertaker. You damn right. We, we do. have the Undertaker. We have Booker you T. You damn right. Yeah. Well, so they have. They got Joe Frazier. Okay, that's cute. Who do we have in Houston? That's a boxer. I can't think. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh. I don't know the uh, the twins, uh, the the Charlo twins, yeah. From I Houston. don't know. I, I don't know. Um, but Philly continues to take L's. Bottom line, and yeah, the Rockets. Philly, Philly been taking L's, yeah. man, against Houston, unfortunately. And, and that, the that, one month anniversary, the Rockets. You know, they celebrate the one month anniversary of the Astros championship mm-hmm. by beating a Philly team. Things you love to see. <laughs> love it <laughs> on I a Monday it. night. I love it. I love it. I love it. So. GM, let's uh, let's get ready to uh, go home here. Look, look. At the end of the day, we just wanted to talk about this post game, kind of just like get, share our feelings well to y'all. We're gonna immediately pump this episode out. This episode's gonna release like right after I'm done. I'm gonna immediately go into post production. I'm gonna get it out. It's probably gonna be out before midnight tonight uh, by the time we record this. So enjoy, keep listening. Um, the Rockets are gonna play the San Antonio Spurs on Thursday. Um, we expect to win. San Antonio's trying to get Wemby. Popovich wants to coach his next Tim, Tim Duncan in a Victor Wembanyama, so I fully expect the Rockets. They should win it, but you're right. Thursday's game is very, very telling. GM, right here before we go home, prediction, score. Rockets. Win! Like my boy Jonathan Sanford would say. We win 119-113. Jalen Green scores 33 points and hits... Three three pointers. Saying it now. Nice. Yeah, I predicted two. I predict double digit win. One twenty. Mm, gutsy. One twenty five to one twelve. One twenty five okay. to one twelve double digit win. Thirteen points. Uh, Jabari Smith. I I always say that Jabari Smith gets a breakout game. It's happening tonight. Give me a thirty piece. Jabari Smith. Ten threes. I'm just kidding. No. 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 Oh, no, no, no. Wow. Watch no. it actually happen. No, five, five or six threes and a good portion of free throws and mid-range jumpers, and you'll get 30 points. Okay. So that's that's going to be my call here. Um, let's get ready to go home here on this post-game episode. We're just, you know, we're so happy to get out here. We're so happy to be Rockets fans. Like we said before, you know, this is such a joy. It's such a joy to be able to do stuff like this. And it makes me, you know, it when the dog days happen, it became, it, you know, it sometimes gets a little tough because pretty much what we do is since they're rebuilding – you're, you're, you're pushed into a few directions, basically, during the season. You're either going to talk about how they're going to improve the team, mm-hmm. or you're going to critique them, yep. right? Yep. That's what, Basically, most of our episodes have consisted of that. But it's nice. You, Ladies and gentlemen, take tonight, soak it in, enjoy it. You have a few days to enjoy it until Thursday. 
and just enjoy the fact that the Rockets won a very hard-fought game in the first OT game of the season. GM, actually, one more thing before we go home here. The last seven games, we're four and three. We are over five hundred in our last seven games. That's kind of crazy to fathom. Three to and oh, three game win streak at home as well. Yeah, that's, so we're not that's that. Nice. We're not bad. No, we're not. We're not a bad team. We're actually very competitive. Dare I say we are a? Not going to say it. Not going to say, say it. it. Don't. Not going to say. It. It. I've been Don't jinxing my team when we say it, so I won't say it anymore tonight. Uh, GM, let's get ready to go home here. Such a fun episode that we got to record tonight. We even have a better episode that's going to be coming out. We are very excited. Hopefully later this week. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. later this week. Y'all stay tuned. Um, I'm going to let the GM say it. Where, where, where to follow us. Because if you follow us, if you follow us, I guarantee, I guarantee y'all, you're gonna be pop, we're going to be popping up with some pretty great news. But GM, go ahead and give them a go home here. Let them know if they want this good news. If they want to know where to find some of the best Rockets content, where can they find us? Well, make sure first to follow me at JP underscore Mirabueno on Twitter. Follow this podcast on Twitter and TikTok at Summit, S-O-M-P-O-D. Follow us on Instagram where Kenny keeps busting out these banger reels for you guys, for everybody. At Summit State of Mind underscore P-O-D. Follow the fam at Apollo NBA and follow the company at Apollo H O U. And trust me, we'll have some good stuff coming. Um, we'll, we're excited to hope bring on a, a few good guests soon. Um, but yeah, just stay tuned. Everyone, stay tuned. Follow. Uh, make sure to just you know enjoy the Rockets, man. This has been a good run, and I'm very excited for the rest of this month. There's a lot of home games, so hopefully, me and the commission will be over at Toyota Center very soon watching some of these games with y'all and hopefully we'll see some of you guys over there at toyota center yeah absolutely we we always look forward to uh meeting rockets fans and just kind of cultivating this just this this community this incredible community as we continue to chug along with these games and getting ready to build towards something greater so that way when we are competing when we are competing for uh whether it be play-in or playoff contenders and hopefully championship contenders that y'all will be there with us as we come together for this ride that's what we're trying to do we're trying to cultivate this fandom now so that way when we're competing for a championship you guys will be right there with us we'll all be in this uh we'll be all in this world together and it really truly will be you know rockets versus everybody and i can't wait to be a part of that and to build that so follow Everybody that the GM mentioned, follow myself too on Twitter at Summit Commission. We just appreciate each and every one of y'all. Soak in tonight. Enjoy tonight. Rockets beat the Philadelphia 76ers in a hard-fought double OT win. Rockets improved to 7-17. and 17. The GM's happy. I'm happy. Everyone's a dog. Everyone tonight is him. Hell, Coach Silas is him for tonight. So we appreciate each and every one of y'all. Y'all have a good rest of your week. Stay tuned. We're going to have another episode releasing later in the week. Enjoy tonight. I hope you enjoyed the game. If you did not, enjoy the highlights as you rewatch the game. And, of course, as a sign-off here, go Apollo. Go Summit. And, of course, go Rockets. The Summit for, 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 for life.